Actually, hold on. No, hold on. Scratch everything I just said. You fuckers had an earthquake this morning. We did? Yeah, New England had like a 4.1 today. Where? News to me. I, I don't know. All I know is New England. And for me, for my education, thanks to uh, Max Prescott Healy, is Boston. So I'll like, was... I'll, let's just hope it's in Connecticut. Oh, all right. All right. No, that's probably what happened. This is in Connecticut, and in, Connecticut's probably in ruins right now, but no one actually cares. <laughs> no one knows or cares. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yep. Uh, all right, should we get started? Let's do it. Okay. Hello, and you're listening to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy in Nashville, and over in Boston, we got Tim again. How are you, Timmy boy? Uh, doing fantastic, Max. Um, try not to be political, so I'll leave it there. But um, I'm doing great, and Good. I think the country's doing great. I, I agree. That's all I'll say. And over in Northern California, we have the Sacramento Hemorrhoid, John Inoshak. How are you in your butt? Everything's all right. <laughs> we got uh, rambling Joe Biden that we get to make fun of, too. It's going to be kind of fun to be able to make fun of a normal person for a change. That's pretty Dude. good. So um, I'm still bleeding, but it's a relaxed trickle. Half of Joe Biden's speeches, he was like slurring. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> the guy can't even. The guy literally like is so old that he just like his dentures are falling out probably. But I'm so happy that it's him <laughs> here. Yeah. Like oh, I yeah. slur away, Joe. Fucking nap in the Oval Office for four years. Have at it, dude. <laughs> that Whatever. sounds great to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's it sounds great. Anything is better than the last four years. No more yeah. celebrities. That's what I say. I would take a Reagan over another celebrity again. And I understand that Reagan was an actor and everything, but he tree went through the processes. Yeah, he was a governor. Guy had and experience. then maybe his was it was it his wife that governed in the latter years? I don't think no, so. No, that was Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. That was Wilson. There were a couple of those. Anyways, what the fuck movie did we watch this week? I don't even know what I was thankful for anymore because we won. <laughs> Now that every single Trumpers turned off our show forever, we're going to be starting our third annual movies that we're thankful for. And first up was John's Choice and Training Day, starring Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. All that jelly and no toast. Mm. <laughs> Favorite quote, whole movie. Ah, uh, bam. Imagine where jelly time comes from at the end of the show. Maybe it came from Denzel Washington, one of the best actors on the face of the motherfucking planet, who was so good that the director was scared to talk to him half the time <laughs> on set because he wasn't talking to Denzel. He was talking to Alonzo. <laughs> Sorry, Max. I had written that down. It was just like, is this where John gets his jelly time from? Yep, that's exactly where it came from. And it, I didn't, I didn't steal anything. I had just never heard jelly used in a sexual way unless it was licking it off somebody's chest. <laughs> and in this case, it was all you had to fill in the blanks. And I appreciate that kind of humor. <laughs> Technically, you could not go to jail for saying something terrible to somebody for saying that out loud. All right, should we get into it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Movie opens up with Officer Jake Hoyt starting his first day as an undercover narcotics officer at this diner where he's grilled by his brash new boss, Detective Alonzo Harris. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To borrow a term from our dear, dearly departed friend, Derek Paco Brady, you missed <laughs> something here, Max. Because <laughs> I want to go way back to fucking Jack's smoking hot wife. Yeah, she's, at the, she's, she's at, a looker. She's a looker. 
totally out of his league. I have no fucking idea what's going. The guy, the guy wears like, f- like, did you see his pants and his shoes? I mean, he can't even dress. He looks like Ethan Hawke. Let's all be honest. Ethan Hawke isn't a, isn't a fucking attractive guy, and he can't even dress well. And he's got this fucking dime piece over here. What? Because he's a good safety in high school. Get out of here. Okay. No, I'm just. Uh, she knows that he can do 250 pull ups and 375 sit ups in about. Mm, we're gonna give that a rough like 185 seconds. Do the math. Listen, John. I I can do two sit ups. And three pull-ups, all right? <laughs> and that's far more impressive in my book. By the way, listeners, keep on guessing Tim's weight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got that coming later. We still need, we have like, what, another week or two until we're going to finally call it. And then yep. that fucking sexy Jaws CD DVD, it has not been confirmed. We don't know if it's audio or video, is going to go to a lucky person that either gives us um, kilograms, pounds, or, once again, stones. <laughs> Every vote counts. Ethan Hawke looks all. like a chipmunk in this, by the way. That's yeah, he really does. does. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so great when someone figures out that they did an illicit substance that was way more hardcore than what they thought they were signing up for. <laughs> all right, so Alonzo wasting no time in this movie. Uh, robs these college kids at gunpoint while threatening the one girl in the car with gang rape. And then he forces Jake at gunpoint into smoking what he thinks is weed. But it's a trap, and it's actually PCP. <clears throat> Very politically correct movie here, folks. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because right off the bat, they pull a Rodney. Well, they don't pull a Rodney King because the kids were white. But anyways, they pull the half Rodney King. <laughs> and then immediately smoke PCP, which, I mean, let's be honest. That's a retro drug at this point. Mm-hmm. Some nice P- I, I, I mean, I'm a sober guy nowadays, but if someone offered me some PCP, I'd try it now. I just, because that's like... A novelty item. You just kind of got to try it when you get the chance. <laughs> it's a hipster drug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a hipster drug. You have to freebase it. That's what the hipsters do. <laughs> That's what I hear. At the coffee shop, yeah. <laughs> By the way, John, did that college driver look familiar to you? Um, yeah, so the, uh, the oh gosh, the collapsible bomb. Yes. Yes. Cabin uh, in the Woods, stoner. Cabin in the Woods. Yes, I was thinking that, and this is the only time I've ever noticed it. Yeah, same here. First time. First time. I was like, is that him? Because he had a little bit like, it's okay, man. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, dude, that might be the fucking guy. Cabin in the woods. The stoner. The the fool, right? Yeah. They were supposed to sacrifice to a super heavy metal god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that he looks at the sign. He just goes, (laughs) he knows that he's the fool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but not to um allude to the beginning or to the excuse me to the end of the movie but uh, this kid almost got his shit pushed in bro (laughs) there are i mean Mm. it's got to be every 15 seconds there's a a reference to someone being raped in this movie (laughs) (laughs) so then uh the boys meet up with alonzo's buddy and former lapd turned drug dealer roger where you find out that the russians are after alonzo Back-to-back movies with Scott Glenn. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, really surprised when he was this character because I'm like, he doesn't really fit. He doesn't really fit the character, I don't think, like, that he's trying to play. But he actually did a good job, I thought. But I was kind of like, this is a weird casting for this guy. I would have expected, like, I don't know, Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Big teeth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gary Big Busey, teeth. Nick Nolte. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. That's two on the nose, Nick Nolte. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it he did a good transition from three piece suit into just the crunchy Southern California. I sell drugs and I was in Vietnam and I wear a robe all day long <laughs> yes. while I wear a white t shirt and you know bleach white jeans <laughs> with three hundred dollar a glass scotch and spray on Everyone's, tattoos. What a yeah, what a yeah. night! What a life that'd be, dude. Could you imagine mm, wearing a yeah. bathrobe all day long? Oh, with that view, mean? too? Yeah. On top of that? Fantastic. I'm going to have to do a wellness check for Tim. He's talking about doing PCP and selling drugs with his bathrobe on all day. <laughs> hey, listen, Max. Dude, he, that's why he didn't feel the earthquake, because he was just so fucked up on yeah. PCP. It's a <laughs> shame, you know? This like, even the, uh, the seagulls thinking. were checking on him. I mean, fuck. I don't feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Your apartment's in half. It was like that yeah. when I got here. It's fine. <laughs> Abby's just like, yeah, he's fine. The paramedics come. The seagull took the last egg roll. Yeah. <laughs> I poked him with a stick a couple minutes ago. He 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 rolled over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will tell you, though, the PCP has made him a lot stronger. <laughs> he's just out flipping car. Yeah, PCP does make you the Hulk. Yep. Little known fact. Yeah, the whole the whole Hulk series, the whole Hulk comic book series, not actually a superhero, just a big, big time PCP uh, a fan. So the one person that I know that I have met that had met that had uh, that had met PCP, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You kind of do meet PCP, yeah. just happens just comes on to accident. You. Yeah, it just happens, you know, like that in the movie. And she said that she was swimming backstroke, um, backstroke butterfly kind of a situation up her driveway. Yeah, hmm. I could see yeah. that. So that's PCP for everyone who's interested into what the fuck it does to you. It, it was used to tranquilize giant animals. It makes people trip out. Go figure. Yeah, huh. there you go. Huh. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, I, I'm interested. So any actually <laughs> any fans out there interested in addition to guessing my weight, if you have access to or know how to get PCP. Email that. Yeah, uh, don't do that. Send it over. <laughs> no, Tim, do it. Tim, just go. You just have to to trap somebody who works at a zoo. You can probably find it. Okay. No, mm. I can do that. All right. Mm. Okay. Local well. man kidnapped zookeeper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So getting back into it, um, we're in the car, and then Alonzo tries to feed Jake uh, some beers to keep him sluggish. But super cop Jake spots these two junkies trying to rape a high school girl, so he jumps out of the car. Beats the shit out of these dudes and saves the day. If you're Jake here, you got a sense that this thing isn't going well. Okay. You've been in the car for five minutes and now you're high on PCP and he's trying to fucking get to slug beers with them. I'm like, either way, this guy isn't taking his job very seriously. I haven't had my coffee well, yet. Yeah. Also, you wouldn't I let hadn't me. realize the irony of this scene until this recent time we watched it where he just smoked PCP, yet he goes out and fights a bunch of crackheads. Yep. Yeah. He is a cop high on PCP, probably fighting other dudes who had smoked PCP the night before. They yeah. have crack in their back. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so sweet. It's literally like Batman, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> you know, you get the PCP, P Superman, Batman's on crack, you know. <laughs> I like the during all this Alonzo, he's just smoking a cigarette, just like sizing Jake up just to see what he has to yeah. deal with later. He's like, oh shit. Okay. <gasps> Walks down the alley. My boo 
<laughs> My, I can't say half the words Alonzo says in this. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. love the end of it, though, where he's like, you got mad squabbles, boy. I was like, I've never heard squabbles, squabbles. before. Oh, God. Like, I love that, okay. too. That is fantastic. Like, I've heard of wiry and scrappy, but squabbles. You got mad squabbles, dude. I'm like, huh. I, I want to use that. I also like the line when Denzel's like, you want to go to the booty house? And he's like, suck my dick, bitch. And the line just goes, yeah, that's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pulls out a knife and does some super horrific shit. But right before that, it's like, <laughs> oh boy, oh, he went yeah. too far. He went too far. Well, he messes with the other kid. He's like, you lied to me. And then he pulls a crack vial out of his fucking back pocket. You lied to me. And then smashes it with his boot heel. I just was, I wanted like there to be in the background, like driving by the alley to be one of those LA tours, LA star tours. And they like stopped at a red light and then they looked down the alley and he's just like cutting this guy's belt off. Like, I'm going to fucking cut off your ball, stuff him down your mouth. Well, like, it's funny that you say that because like earlier where he just, he, well, he doesn't just pressure Ethan Hawke into smoking weed with another cop, you know, undercover. But he points a gun at his head to make him do it. And then someone else, because he stopped in the middle of an intersection and someone honks at him, he points a gun at another vehicle driver. Just like, what yeah. the fuck? I know. Yeah. Just smoking PCP downtown LA in a four-way intersection. How yeah. fucked up is LA? That's what I want to know. Dude, watch that movie, uh, 1992. It's on Netflix documentary about the 92 riots. LA's pretty fucked up. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah. Also, Jake uh, holds onto the girl's wallet, so they'll come back later. Everything in this movie has a cause and effect. It's like the butterfly effect. Aston Kutcher's <laughs> the butterfly. <laughs> He's gonna wake up and not have any arms. Sponsored <laughs> by Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> um. Yeah. Then you, you know you got the 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 wolf howling scene because, uh, you know, Jake, he's clearly oh, upset so with how Alonzo has been handling things thus far. And then Alonzo just kind of like flips it and just gives him some positive affirmation. He calls him like a crime fighter. Says he has, he's got the magic eye just to kind of keep him on his side. Oh yeah. He's a master manipulator. Oh yeah. Well, like, he's, he starts, well, sorry, go ahead, Tim. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, go. I was gonna, I was just gonna say that to Max's point about clearly not happy about how all this stuff is going so far. Let's just like, they've had two law enforcement interactions thus far. Let's just say, like, generously say they've been together for two hours. So one per hour. And what the first time he basically, like Max said, threatened a gang, threatened a gang rape woman in the back while pointing a gun at two college kids. And the second time he was like, literally about to cut off some guy's dick and then just like leave him there to bleed out and just like, Hey man, this is how the streets are. You know, it's it tells like, a hmm. potential rape victim just to get out of there. Right. Beat it's it. like, Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this you're not a, but you're a cop, right? It's five civil rights violations in the first yeah. 90 minutes of your day. Yeah. He's like, man, it's a gray area. <laughs> yeah. But to protect the sheep, you got to catch the wolf. It's like, yeah. Or you can just do your job and arrest those people. Seems like you're That's the- too much paperwork. That's just too much paperwork. <laughs> and know. you know, when, when Trump's got to get the job done for the economy, <laughs> that is just way too much fucking paperwork. I right. Mean, at the very beginning. I mean, I, well, first off, aside from Donald Trump and for how Alonzo actually operate, my first problem was the fact that when they pulled the college kids over, they were listening to POD. I know. <laughs> um, nah, fuck you. That's a middle finger, number one. Number two... 
The fact that Alonzo always leads into something when he really gets questioned by the Greenhorn, um, Ethan, Ethan Hawk, you know, playing fucking Hoyt Officer Hoyt. Hoyt. Officer Hoyt. You know, back, whatever the fuck. Anyways, every time, well, you know, they were, they were raping a kid. You know, they're dealing drugs to kids. They're going to hurt kids. They're poisoning the community. He always goes straight to that. Just law and order, fear, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Coming for the suburbs. All right. And then we got Jake uh, trying and failing to buy drugs from Snoop Dogg. So Alonzo then uses (laughs) more excessive force to learn that Snoop's dealer is a guy named Sandman. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just I love that. Chasing him into the fucking Asian market in a wheelchair and then making him throw up. So that's three (laughs) law enforcement interactions they've had. (laughs) I I love the way uh, Jake, like his his attempt, though, he goes, it's like, what you want? Uh, crack. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I smell bacon. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, smell bacon up in this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And then he spits it out. He goes, what's that? Motherfucking crack, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was very, it was an extreme, extreme scene though, for real, where Alonzo just shoves a pen down Snoop Dogg's throat to get him to puke up all the fucking crack bags that he just did. It was like, ugh. Ooh. I know. And then he pulls the gun out. And he's like, did you know you can get 10 years a bullet? And he's like pushing the bullets. Out. He's, boop, boop, boop. Oh, you're federally fucked now. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> it's also, also it's funny because Snoop Dogg is like believable as a crack dealer just compared to like modern day in which he's like a human cartoon character with Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he used to actually be like legit. Now he's fucking. Well, yeah. Yeah. This is like five or six years removed from him going to court for murder yeah <laughs> you know he, he's been living in rancho cucamonga too long <laughs> now you know he's been living in the suburbs he's been hanging out he's with people named betsy snoop. and dennis yeah <laughs> all right so then the boys head to sam man's house where alonzo uses a fake warrant so he can steal 40 grand from under macy gray's nose uh but then he uh she picks up on her right away and the cops have to shoot their way out of the neighborhood that, I mean, again, so this is four law enforcement interactions, <laughs> and there's been excessive force and violence used in all of them. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> everyone must have really, that everyone must have just been like, this is the LAPD. Back back when this movie came out, we're like, oh, yeah, that's the LAPD, right? They just shoot, they just shoot, ask questions later, right? It's, it's well, weird. His arrest, rate, his arrest rate is at 0%. Yeah, he just, but his kill rate's at 100. Yeah. <laughs> He shot a jaywalker in the face the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but like as chaotic as this all is, like you think about it at the very beginning, just as they walk out of the cafe, it's it's Alonzo and you got fucking Officer Hoyt, and he's like, "Get that Chinese, you know, uh, menu off of the off of yeah, the, off get the that car. food menu off of." Damn, <laughs> he's been planning this the entire time, all of it, just mm-hmm. but like super. How would you put it in culinary terms? Because I can't say ghetto because that's offensive. I can say rustic. It's rustic planning. You know, it's. <laughs> I'd say it's 4D. It's, this is 4D chess because even mm. Macy Gray yells at um at Jake because he's like, you smell like beer. It's like, that's also a whole point that oh, yeah. Alonzo's done. It's like, I want you to get you a little drunk too, that you can smell booze on your breath and no one will take you seriously. Well, either that or I just made you smoke PCP and that I can too. have you drug tested at any given second. Yes. Yeah, this is when you start to, re- like, this scene is when you start to realize that perhaps there's uh, some ulterior motives going on 
Yeah, um, maybe this isn't worth Alonzo. Maybe this yeah. isn't worth the forty-two grand a year that I make as a cop. Yeah, Jake's better man than I because I would think I would think this is a great gig. <laughs> PCP beer. Get to meet Snoop Dogg and Macy Gray. Yeah, get to meet Snoop Dogg and Macy Gray. Yeah. This is great. This great job. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Give me more of that PCP. I get, I get to meet Dr. Dre later. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Who's it? the worst actor in this movie? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I really wish that this movie actually ended with the whole thing just being a giant um, lead up to a big casting couch, but like just gay porn. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Wow. Where's Dr. Dre? I thought I was meeting Dr. Dre. No, you got to do a couple things first. I th- I would think it would be hilarious if this whole thing was like a lead up to like a, a birthday, like April Fool's joke. Like it was Jake's birthday and his wife was like, I want to play a joke on him. It's like the game, the movie, the game with, uh, yeah. With Michael Douglas. Yeah. Everybody that's dead just comes out at the end waving. Right. Happy birthday. What the fuck? Why would you do this to me? I kill you. I kill all you. Welcome to America. I got you, honey. We like to have, we work hard. We play harder. Yeah, <laughs> way harder. Why do you think the life expectancy here is like forty five for males? <laughs> All right, so then they head to the jungle so Alonzo can stash some of his stolen money and also bang his baby mama, Mistress Eva Mendez. Oh my god! Could you? All I wanted, all I wanted, listen, Eva Mendez, smoking hot. Oh, yeah. But all I wanted was to be in that room while Denzel was fucking laying pipes. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Of course. What, the okay, beauty no, 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 of no, no, watching no, Denzel lay pipes. Tim, Tim, we're going to unpack this. You open okay. the door. So what angle are you looking for, my dude? You want POV? Do you want, like, for the aerial view where you can get the full, like, like, what are we looking for? No, no, no. I want him. I don't want him to know I'm there. I want him to be as. I don't want to, like, alter the. That's taken. That's granted. I understand. You're invisible. Yeah. You're a ghost. You're a very horny ghost. Okay? I want to be in the closet. Norm, you want, okay. Norman oh. Bates style, just looking through yeah. a people. Yeah, okay, exactly. got it. So you you want just enough? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I that, you know the that shit that Denzel style. would say. Well, they're doing it every style, Max. Let's be honest. Well, he Den- says that. Do you think Denzel? He says it early in the movie. He goes, "I bet you fuck your wife face to face, don't you?" <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's so bad. That's like the third time too. The Ethan's like, "Can we just not talk about my wife or my family?" I know. This is the only time he really gets pissed off. This whole movie is if they bring up his family. He takes right. it all oh, yeah. like everything else he takes. And in the end, too, where he just beats the shit out of him. That was great. Yep. Yep. Spoiler uh, alert. Nobody gives a shit. Of everyone's course. seen this movie. Everyone's <laughs> fucking seen it. Who the fuck is man. listening to a Training Day episode in which you haven't seen the movie Training Day? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, um, so this was the first time um, that the L.A. street gangs allowed a film crew into the Imperial Courts housing projects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of that, if anybody has this, if you buy it on iTunes um, or you have it on DVD, funny enough, uh, you can listen to these wonderful, wonderful um, behind-the-scenes um, commentary on by, via the director speaking over the movie. You can still hear the movie. But he'll he'll say things like that. He had to go, or them and the crew had to go into neighborhoods and, like, ask permission. Hey, can yeah. we film here? You know. So- so that that skinny dude with the do rag that has a few lines in this movie, he was oh um, yes, yes, he was a former um, gang member, and he was like a like an advisor to the movie. But oh. he got his connection when he met Jim Brown in prison, and Jim Brown introduced him to the director. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, hilarious. It's pretty oh, cool. He's a, he's I mean, Jim amazing. Brown's huge into that, like breaking up 
gangs, you know? No, yeah. No, yep. no. The, the guy was, um, yeah, the, 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 the particular actor who was in it is amazing community um, activist. Yeah. Uh, grassroots, the whole bit. Yeah. Amazing guy. Amazing guy. Also, the cul-de-sac that even Mendez lives in is like identical to the hideout in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, on, yes. Right yes, there. Yes, yes. Was that yeah. Grape Street, Vine Street? What was it? I don't even remember don't anymore. Um, but Terry Crews, um, yes. pigeons. Holy, <laughs> he's fuck. a pigeon. He's a pigeon guy. I, he's dude, the pigeon guy. <laughs> so I weird. knew it was him from the back of his head. Yes, I saw the back of his head. I'm like, that's Terry Crews. <laughs> look, look at those. You see, his head has biceps. How does that yeah. happen? <laughs> yep. Yeah, his head looks like a bulldog. I know, <laughs> dude. That guy. I mean, and I don't even think that's ever like that's even his biggest. That's even, you know, his largest and most vascular. Like, no. but he's still, the entire time, I was like, that motherfucker, holy shit, his traps alone. He just cracks walnuts for a living. <laughs> there's only, there's two people you can have do that. It's either Debo or it's Terry <laughs> Crews, you know? Give me your chain. <laughs> oh, my, my grandma got me this chain. It's my bike. <laughs> also... Um, you know, like, the, I, what the fuck are they doing there all day? Is is Alonso just banging Eva Mendez for like six hours? Because I think it's like, I mean, like Jake falls asleep with his son at some point. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Yeah. All I'm all I'm imagining is that if you were to actually like film that whole thing and just like put it on 1.5 speed, <laughs> it would just be like Denzel railing Eva Mendez and then going out to get like an apple naked, like putting his, <laughs> putting his dick on Jake while he was sleeping and like taking a picture laughing. <laughs> Gun in one hand, dick in the other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how far off is that? He woke up, Jake, just fucking putting a pistol onto his fucking, sh- into his, it- uh, to his knee and, leg, and like knee, pressing yeah. down on it though you could see him yeah. applying the pressure to his knee <laughs> hmm. um that's a, another thing like a little small thing though because it shows how like nice of a guy jake is is like he's about to offer to clean up his plate and he's like no get the fuck out of here let's go yeah right yeah, doesn't matter yeah. Yeah. also that kid sucks at faking being asleep the little boy i didn't notice Oh man, his eyes are like twitching all over the place when he's trying to act like he's asleep. It's no, bad. it's ra- it's rapid eye movement, Max. Don't worry about it. That's REM sleep. It's definitely yeah. the REM sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they've been there That's for like exactly four hours. What it is. Don't you dare talk about this movie that way, Max. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, then this is followed uh, by the guys meeting with the three wise men at this country club where Alonzo bribes them for a search warrant. Everybody's drinking on, on the job in this movie. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's a dying era. Uh, apparently, this is some legit steakhouse, though. Another thing oh, that yeah. comes from the director commentary. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Also, um, can anyone tell me what the fuck a baseball steak is? Where Lonzo's like, all right, no. get the fuck out of here, kid. Go buy a baseball steak or something. Like cowboy steak? I don't know. I, I'm sure it was, uh, judging by the dynamic between the two characters up to this point, I'm sure it was some sort of insult that we just don't yeah, understand. It's, a, it's on the <laughs> yeah, kid's yeah, menu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it comes with a little ice cream with a baseball uh, helmet in it. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Here you go, my little PCP friend. Yeah. Up. Um, Motherfucker got wet before. <laughs> <laughs> this is also like the only time in the whole movie where Alonzo isn't the biggest alpha in the room because the three wise men are treating him like a little kid at the big kid's table. Yeah. They're all yeah, like, yeah. you know, kind of laughing at him too hard. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, he also, he is the only time he ever takes back his opinion where they give him the big story about someone who basically, you know, managed to get their way out of a huge jail sentence. And he's like, well, shit, he worked the system. They might as well be free. You know, he earned it or whatever. And they're like, they look at him and he's like, or not. Yeah. (laughs) Only time he flips in the entire movie. Yeah. Is that in the judge? He's like, oh yeah, she's a good one. They're like, (laughs) it's like, oh no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good point. Get so boring. embarrassing. Like, I mean, that is just something when you're trying to like impress somebody like a superior and they just laugh in your face. It's like everybody is, this is just so toxic. Yeah. yeah. And then you also get the little, you know, additional backstory about the Russians and how he fucked up in Vegas, which we'll continue to hear about as the movie goes along. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to get in the bad side of the Russians. No, apparently not. Mm-mm. Unless you got nukes. That's the only time it works. If you have yeah. nukes, you're good. Just ask the Ukraine how that goes for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So then we meet the rest of uh, Alonzo's crew, which includes Dr. Dre and the villain from The Mask. And then the other villain who's always a villain. Like, yeah, he the, was in those, uh, Eraser. Yeah. Those two guys are always bad people, yep. like, in L.A., basically. No, he, he's basically the singer of Stone Temple Pilots. Like, that's him. <laughs> Scott Cornell or whatever. Yeah, he looks just like him. Scott Wyland. Just like he's just had a run in with a few too many heroin needles in his life. Oh, yeah, that's the mask dude. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that poor bat, that sunken in face bastard. Oh, but he's great. I love him. He's a good actor, too. He would have done well in um, Silence of the Lambs if they didn't have What's His Face from wherever. Actually, that's a great point. Yeah. He would have been good in multiple roles in that movie. He would have been even good as the um, super creepy doctor. It's all about the sexy stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Max. <laughs> Why are they meeting on a helipad? It's I on top no of idea. a hospital. <laughs> makes no sense. I think it, they, they're, it's on top of a hospital, I think, is why the helipad's there. I don't know. I mean, all I know is that he's like, I'm or, on my phone. L- it's We're going to location yeah. one. Well, I mean, L- I mean LAPD is known for their helicopters, too. So they're probably at, on the top of a station, but it's just kind of uh, that could be overly dramatic, I guess. Mm. It's L.A. Yes. Who cares? Anyway, so the crew, they then storm into Roger's house where Jake is made to dig out the $4 million stashed in the floorboards. And he's also ordered to kill Roger. But Jake thinking it's some sort of twisted joke says no. So Alonzo smiling takes a shotgun and murders Roger in cold blood. Five police actions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is goes above uh, uh, civil rights violations. You just straight up murdered that guy. Yeah, and then Ross. Yeah. Well, I think this is the turning scene for Ethan for Ethan Hawke for Jake there when he's like, "Oh yeah, these guys are criminals." God damn it! It's like, took you this took you this long, Jake. And then after lunch, we're gonna murder somebody. Hmm. hmm. That doesn't seem on the up and up, Sarge. <laughs> Don't worry, the, l- the lieutenant's got our back. Uh, okay, whatever you say. All right. And then Jake gets into a uh, a Mexican standoff with the crew after Alonzo threatens to kill him for not playing ball. But then he ultimately gives in and agrees to being the trigger man after Alonzo blackmails him with the drug test. Four D. And then he and then he punches Dr. Dre in the face, <laughs> which is great. That was good. Yep. But could that, you this imagine the, what would actually happen though if Ethan Hawke punched Dr. Dre oh in my the face? God. Oh god, the no. death the death that would ensue would be hilarious. No, no. He would be invited Ethan to a Hawk card is game like, and never come he's back. He's like a violin playing classical English actor. He would just be like broken in half. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> there'd just be no no contest. Captain, my captain. Oh, I grew this beard for six months. (laughs) 
It's really patchy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the supplements were all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in the car, Alonzo, like he tries to justify what he did by saying Roger dealt, you know, dealt drugs to kids and that dirty yep. money should be used for good. And that doesn't work. So then once again, he goes for the personal angle by just relating the Jake saying that he's just like him when he was a rookie and he'll accept what happens in time. Don't worry about it. You're a rookie right now, but don't worry. When you grow up and you're wise, you'll vote for Trump too. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's pro- that probably was. Just chiss, it ain't checking. Sorry, I had to laugh at myself there. But don't worry about it, kid. Really, you'll you'll grow up. You'll understand. You could vote. You don't even have to pay taxes. If He's going to make it great again. It'll be fine. You just, just grab listen. him by the pussy. <laughs> just first thing you need to do is make sure that you're married into a really rich family and then you fuck everybody over. That'll be great. But just be careful. You need to pardon yourself before you really get into trouble. <laughs> Make sure you don't get voted out before you could pardon yourself. Before all the debts start coming in from the Russians. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Whoa, whoa. That was too political. Oh, my God. Whoa, what happened? Max, I blacked out. Did we win? <laughs> what happened? Ugh. So, I mean, this this scene shows how truly evil and manipulative uh, Alonzo is because he already knows, like, Jake is, like, bending his morals for career advancement. So he says everything that Jake wants to hear. He's like, you know, yep. like, you're a leader unlike those guys. You want to run your special squad your way? Just stick with me. You know, like, I'll make this a reality. It's, like, all manipulation and bullshit because he's already made the phone call to the Mexicans that killed Jake. Exactly. Like, he yep. says the whole, like, he says something along the lines of, like, hey, better make sure that bathtub's clean before he even lets Jake in the car. Yep. So fucked up. So good. I know, dude. But like that's that's just Jake being a fucking idiot. Very Macbethian. He has a lot of vaulting ambition that's leading him to a a, a Mexican gangbanger's bathtub with a shotgun <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I wish Macbeth had a fucking shotgun. That would have made it in a far more entertaining play. Oh, it'd be like the um the um, last action hero movie with <laughs> a little snippet with yeah where Arnold Schwarzenegger's Hamlet <laughs> oh god to be or not to be uh. <laughs> not to be yeah Jesus Christ yeah I tried to rewatch that movie like two or three times in the last like month and that movie is just it's it's not that good no it's it's not good man it's, it's a bad movie yeah it was good when you were a kid. It's not yeah. good now. Yeah, and I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. I'm like, oh, this is like so meta. It's going to be kind of, this will probably be pretty fun. You know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like actually it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger as that character. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. And then it's just like, oh, this isn't good. No, it's not. And it's by this, it's by John McTiernan too, which is unfortunate. Were you I expecting mean, I, Arnold Schwarzenegger to like grow into a role or something? Well, no, the whole movie is this little, this kid gets transported into the movie world. Right. So, I mean, like, there is some fun shit in it. Like, you know, like, nobody can die or all that other stuff. But it's just, yeah, it doesn't really hold up. Anyway, so they, the cops, they head they to... up uh, on you. <laughs> okay. So the cops, they head to the gangbangers' uh, Smiley's house where Jake has made to play cards with Tuco from Breaking Bad and uh, that other guy from a million gangbanger roles in the early 2000s. But it's a trap! And Jake realizes that Alonzo paid the Mexicans to kill him. But it's too late! And Jake is forced into the bathtub after he tries to escape. It's not really um, a trap. Like, Jake doesn't really find out. Jake, this is like 
honestly terrifying. Could you imagine being in the situation, Dude. peering out the kitchen window and realizing that you got, it's kind of like ever been left at a party by your ride. Yeah. Yeah. You too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That oh. Must, oh, yeah must, be what you that. Guys, must be like what you guys felt like. <laughs> <laughs> so you just left people at the, the parties. Yeah. Well, I didn't purposely what? do it. Yeah. I just got too drunk and then left. Then <laughs> he would just oh. fall asleep on the couch and then we'd just pour all of our beers on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I love how the the uh, the gang that was paid off to kill him just does not care. Because the second he walks, he's like, why are we here? Like, well, we're just dropping off a blender and some extra electric shit to him. It'll be great. It helps him out. Yeah. All right, fine. It's just a bunch of and money And they immediately just open up the box and just pull giant stacks of cash out of it. It's like, oh. Great. At that point, it's already too late. He already he got in the car. That's all he needed to do was get Jake in that car, and he was dead. Because he tells Jake, he's like, "We're gonna go to the station, and you're gonna file your report." He's like, "Oh yeah, no, I gotta make a pit stop first. It's like it's too Dude, late. Honestly, Jake is a fucking idiot. We're gonna drop a blender off to some gangbangers. I'm a lily white kid from Norwalk. That's the how shit works. I don't know. He's, he's, he was hanging out with Scott Glenn earlier in the day. Well, he yeah, doesn't fit either. The first time he laid eyes on the blender and all the weird shit in the back of his fucking Monte Carlo with the windows nearly about to be shot out was when they were about to rob someone with it with a not warrant. <laughs> that, uh, that's right. There's a line when um they go to get like you know when uh, Denzel puts all plants all the money in the the wise men's car and Jake goes yeah. to the valet and he goes uh yeah so one with all the bullet holes in the back yeah uh, the one with the uh, the Monte Carlo the yeah. windows shot out yeah the yeah. windows shot out. Yeah, but Tim, you saying about how this is like you know, I mean, this is a very scary moment. It's like I think it's one of the most like intense scenes of any movie, like at least like a top ten scene. But like this does yeah. turn into like a horror movie, like once Alonzo's totally. gone and Tuco starts yelling about getting your shit pushed in. Like they're like the right, they're like the the Mexican American Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. Get your shit pushed in. Two pairs. Oh, that sucks. I can't even do that. It makes me cough. Three of a kind beats two pair, you dumb truck. Yeah, you dumb truck. Smiley's <laughs> my favorite. Spoiler alert. Smiley is great. That guy is I like, he always plays racially Smiley. ambiguous people too. He's great. It's like, I don't know what this guy is, but I know he'll kill me. So and I looked him I up. Cliff Curtis. He's um indigenous New Zealand or New Zealander. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He's like, he's Hilarious. played the Rock's brother in a movie. He's played Carlo Escobar in a movie. Like he's just played like, you know, Hungarian and European dudes. Like he plays everybody. Hmm. He has played a ginger though, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Next rule. <laughs> then you also get filled in on the rest of the plot when uh, Smiley tells Jake that Alonzo killed a Russian made man in Vegas. And now the Russians demand a million dollars by midnight or he's dead. Then uh, they do spare Jake's life. And they uh, give him his gun back after Smiley uh, has a conversation with his niece who confirms that he prevented her from being raped. What? Yeah. How lucky are you? <laughs> oh, Dude. boy, Jake. The stars yeah. have aligned. I just th- want to know the how he was... Again. It's like he takes out a wallet and then it saves his life later on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but that pink wallet, though, was uh, very, very big. And he had it in his back pocket. He had been sitting on that the entire movie. <laughs> I know. That bruised his tailbone. I'm just saying. That that sucked. He's probably still a little high on that PCP. He didn't feel it. Good point. Yeah. I think the PCP is the actual reason he won the fight with two crackheads at once. Yes, I think so too. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So now it's personal. And Jake is allowed into the hood where he gets into a shootout with Alonzo. 
after we get to see Eva Mendez fully naked. Fantastic. It was great. Easily the best scene <laughs> in the movie. I may Love or may have not rewound that about 150 times when I was like 12 years old. Yeah. 12. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Eventually, Jake gets the upper hand and drags Alonzo into the street in front of the whole neighborhood where Jake shoots him in the ass after Alonzo goes for his gun. Jake was murdered 20 times over before that, Max. <laughs> Alon- especially up on that, like, balcony. Alonzo threw him through a plate glass window and just, like... Oh, that that would have slit his every single artery in his body. I was thinking that too. And then he threw himself off a roof <laughs> onto his car. <laughs> well, he also got to beat it in with like a metal chair too. Yeah, it's like he, you're dead. He's yeah. physically, he's just dead. Yep. <laughs> it's it's the prequel to the Terminator or something. Nobody really understands how the fuck he survived that, but uh, or even how P- he managed C- to get P- on the fucking bus to get to the neighborhood. Why would you have done that? I wouldn't have done that. I just would have gone home. Like, Jesus Christ, I just fucking lucked out. I'm moving Fuck to fucking... this job. Yeah, I'm moving to Kansas. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for horse thieves from now on. Like, yeah, I don't need seriously. to deal with this shit. Like, goddamn. Yeah. Cattle or, rustlers. Yeah. Or it's the opposite. He's like, I really need to protect myself and my family. I'm going to go into home security. And then just it starts, it starts into the beginning of the purge. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> or just go straight to Montana. Just I'm digging a hole. All right, and then you get the the iconic uh, King Kong line by Denzel after everybody turns their back on him. It was a very heartwarming moment when the gangbangers go, get out of here, Jake, we got your back. I was like, <laughs> just met this dude. I was like, Biden-Harris, man, Biden-Harris, we're, we're <laughs> uniting worlds. Well, I, I had put, put a note down saying this is Trump yelling at his advisors on the golf course after he found out that Biden won. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you ungrateful yep. motherfuckers! <laughs> I'm gonna put you all in jail. Burn it all down! Just rage. <laughs> I have to say that uh, it really did take the fire, or the the wind out of my sails when we started the thing, and it was like, you know, this was a lot like Trump. I was like, fuck! I know. God damn! I was just watching it. Just ugh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, anywho. Yep, so then Hoyt goes home, and Alonzo's left in the street alone without his money, so he heads to the airport to get out of town and stops at a red light next to this minivan, but it's a trap, and the Russians unload an orgy of bullets into old Alonzo. How the hell did they find him? They've been tailing him all day. Um, oh, really? Yeah, the, the Mexicans earlier, like uh, Smiley, he had said, it's like, yeah, we, they got a hit crew on standby. Wow. Just waiting. Mm. So I wow. think they've been following him around all day. Oh, interesting. Because that, that woman huh. in the minivan wasn't even a shooter. She was just, she lit the cigarette as code. It's like, yeah, it's him. Yeah. And then she and backed then out. just backed up. Well, she backed up into him to make sure that he couldn't reverse when yeah. they, they all rolled up. Huh. I wonder yeah. if you could find a spot car. If you watch the entire movie, just looking for the car. That would be cool. Following them. That would be badass. Dude. It's just a minivan. That's how, that's how deep it is. That would be pretty sweet. Well, then to wrap up the movie, we see Jake driving home where you hear about uh, Alonzo's murder on the radio. Which is exactly what Alonzo had said to him when they were in Roger's home. And he's like, an officer, you know, died yep. in the line of duty this evening, survived by his young wife and young son. You know, it's like, holy yep. shit. And the three wise men said the same thing, too. They're like, I don't want to see your face on the paper like those other assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you guys notice at the end of the movie that there was a car behind um, Ethan Hawke and the doors open? 
No. No? Okay. Yeah. So um, there was a deleted scene in which he goes to talk to the wise men and they just cut it out of the movie. Like he goes up, like they come out of the mm-hmm. car and they're like, where's the money? And he's like, it's in the evidence locker. You can go talk to who, you know, so-and-so if you got a problem with it. And then he walks in the house. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. Take some balls. Yeah. All the balls. That's why he's moving to Kansas. <laughs> Big balls. I like Bash. balls. <laughs> Could you imagine he walks back in and his wife's like, how was your day? Oh my God, look at you. Boy, was it a doozy. You smell like sweat, blood, and PCP and booze. Yeah. How do you know what PCP fucking smells like? Uh, Bonnaroo. What do you think I do all day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think I have a job? <laughs> Come on. All right. We got, uh, you guys want to get in some trivia? Yeah. Yes, sir. So, um... And obviously, you know, Denzel won the Oscar for this movie, but I didn't know that Ethan Hawke was nominated as well. Really? He's supporting nominated actor. for Best Supporting Actor, even though he has more screen time than Denzel. Huh. Let's be honest. He cannot, no, like, Ethan Hawke be, like, Denzel can't be the supporting actor to Ethan Hawke. That just nope. doesn't, I can't even say that. No. Like, no. does it, and I almost no. threw up when I said that. <laughs> even just, like, a premise makes me, you know. <laughs> So um, I didn't know about this either. So Denzel's character is based off a former LAP narcotics officer named Ray Lopez. Nice. So, yeah, wow. he got caught selling over $800,000 worth of cocaine from evidence lockers, as well as um, shooting and paralyzing and framing a gang member. And then um, he was also the cop that was accused of killing Biggie Smalls. Hmm. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Sounds like, it just sounds, sounds like pretty cool. weapon. He's out of jail. He ratted a bunch of people out. And I guess his most recent job was being a driver for Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. That's oh hilarious. God. <laughs> but Denzel also grow out a goatee just because that dude had a similar goatee. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it looked cool. great. It did. He just uh, drips sex the entire movie. So. Oh, my God. Cool. That's what I'm saying, Swag. dude. Watch it. Watching him fucking lay pipe. Could you imagine that? Oh, God. It'd be like watching Picasso. Dude, oh, wait, Gosling. This is the problem with you is you're visualizing like his back muscles, like flexing and relaxing. And that's just what I can't get down with. I'm, I'm envisioning that. I'm envisioning. Imagine what he says during intercourse. Like all the cra- all the wonderful things that come out of his mouth. I can't even say it. I can't even think of anything. <laughs> Pelvic <That> w- girdle. <laughs> All right. Um, the King Kong line was uh, mm. ablibbed by Denzel. Really? Improvised Hilarious. that one. That's great. It's wonderful. Guess we'll like this. John will especially like this one. Toby Maguire was seriously considered for the Officer Hoyt role. He oh, even, uh, boy. <laughs> he went undercover with the narcotics officers in L.A. for two months, and he gained a bunch of weight for the role. But then he was dropped when Ethan Hawke was free because he was the first choice. Okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I think Ethan was, was definitely the best pick and they stuck with it as they should have. Um, however, having a young and just pristine, plump, just little <laughs> boy like him running around Denzel, you know what? It wouldn't have fucking fit. It just wouldn't have fit. No. You know who could have fit though was um, oh, Eminem because just, he was also offered the role, but he turned it down to focus on 8 Mile. No, Eminem wouldn't have worked because yes, we're talking about a fucking greenhorn. No, you can't have a greenhorn. You, you can't fit take in. that out of him. He came from fucking eight mile Detroit. No, you can't take that out of him, motherfucker. Mm, I disagree. 
No, yeah, there's absolutely I, no way. I, I he's not an I actor. He's I a rapper. I honestly don't think he would have worked very well. No. Eminem. No. Yeah. I, don't yeah, know. I, love I think you. it would have. I mean, it would have yeah, been too yeah, much of like you, a Max, star I fucker love role. You, love you. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. All right. You know who really would have worked is um, Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> As Alonzo in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to take down a lot of Jews today. <laughs> well, imagine that in like Dallas. Yeah, it could have worked. No, you would have just gone to the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> yeah. Or Memphis. Go to Beale Street, get some beers. Um... Yeah, that's about it. The other one too is just the uh, the word "fuck" was used 211 times in this movie. Oh, it's great! Scarface. The nineties. The nineties was a golden time for fucks. <laughs> yes, oh, great fucks. Fucks and titties. Yep. And just way too much violence, unnecessary violence. Yeah. I want to know if there's a, like an urban dictionary term for the way that Denzel was killed when he's just like seizuring from all the gunshots. There has to be uh, some word for that, right? Well, it's got to be like getting. Boondock sainted or something, some shit. I don't know. I mean, bullet spray. It's very Christ like, though, because his arms go up. And they I all know. do that, though, in those scenes. Their arms <laughs> always go up. Yeah. It's like the scene from uh, Robocop. What do they call yeah. the things that you have um, next to the, the automobile, the, like the car dealerships that like just flap in the wind, you know? Yeah. Wacky yeah, yeah. arming inflatable tube men. <laughs> yeah. That. That's exactly what it's called. That's, that's the biz terminology. Just, just, just bending your head down into the bullets and still spazzing out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, a box office game. How much did this movie cost, and how much did it make? Timmy, go. It cost a hundred million dollars to make. It made eight hundred million dollars. <laughs> hundred and sixty-five million dollars to make, and it made somewhere in the ballpark about three hundred and seventy-five million. Cost forty five and made one hundred and five. Joyce, shut up, Max. Okay, moving on. Next question. I I can't think of a whole lot of movies that cost more than like seventy million dollars up until like the two thousands. Really? It's like Waterworld and Titanic. What about that porn movie that used all its CGI, Max? Yeah. Checkmate. God. Part three. All right. Who's your favorite or least favorite in this? Um, okay. Least favorite right off the bat is Jake. Listen, Jake was handed a golden opportunity to learn from the best, to smoke PCP all day, (laughs) and to just have a grand old time. And he fucked it up because he's a little namby. Okay. Get Jake out of there. Yeah. Fucking Boy Scout. And I think we're all going to agree on this. Favorite is is, um, naked Eva Mendez. I mean, how could you not? I wrote down Eva Mendez butt for my favorite. (laughs) Um, well, my favorite Smiley. I don't know why, but I still love him. He's the the lead gang the yep. lead gangster at the end. You go to school I just today? Love him. Yeah. I, I heard different. Yeah, I heard different. You see this mustache? It just kills you. I can't just speak. I'm gonna give Al Pacino his accent back after this movie's over. But uh my least favorite is the uh well, my I, the one I hated was the PCP. Unnecessary. Why couldn't we just done heroin? Make it real. Let's really do it. Heroin wasn't in yet. <sighs> Heroin's more 20, 2020 kind of kind of drug. Uh, these days, yeah. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Mm. My least favorite is Dr. Dre. That's what I'm going to say for mine. Really? Mm. 
Yeah, he sucked in this. He's the only one that kind of took you out of the movie. Yeah. Shut I, I get it. I get officer it. down. <laughs> terrible delivery. <laughs> and then again, even Mendez's butt was my favorite. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. As it should be. It was a given. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. I was going to amend mine and throw Eva Mendes down there to be my favorite. Yeah. We might as well do it. Ding, it ding, was ding, ding, ding. From our era. Either that or the Cypress Hill rock superstar song, because I haven't heard that song in 20 years either. Yeah, there's that. And I, I have that on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember it sounding really great at the time for the scene. And now yeah. it was like, guys, turn it off. Like, it just didn't need to stop it. Stop yeah. it. It's no good. Okay, hold my popcorn ratings. What would you rate this one? I will give this one all that jelly with the perfume and a toast. <laughs> Mwah. Mm. <clears throat> I'm going to give it um, 20 words that I can't say uh, on the podcast out of <laughs> how many fucks were in this movie, Max? Uh, 211. Out of 211 fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give this one 12 year old max out of 250 rewinds of Eva Mendez naked in the background. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of Jerry curl. It's a lot of jelly. Mm. All right, John, you got any social media shout outs? Um, social jelly spreading time. So April, we did it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, movie man. I also want to recount so we can see the Cheeto lose again. So that was fucking great. <laughs> that was funny. Um, special thank you, though, really, to Bob Ryan, Nikki, Lisa, the mamas and the papas and all these motherfuckers who took the time to vote in the election. I'm not concerned with who you voted for, what your initiative was, whatever it was. I'm just grateful that you fucking voted. But really, everyone else, as always, say hello, follow. Like our material on the internet's ugly, now only, just now, half-cut foreskin, the Twitter. <laughs> at HM Popcorn Pod, and of course the Instagrills at HoldMyPopcorn underscore podcast. Lastly, folks, we still need to hear some more guesses on the Tim Tummy Weight at TDBackRow at gmail.com. We're taking Ooh. kilos, pounds, stones, all welcome. Once again, the closest gets a special Jaws box set. Thanks for the jelly, folks. I, I would like to add that I do care who you voted for. <laughs> better have been Kanye. Yeah, better have been. If it wasn't Kanye, then like you're not an American. My stupid state. <laughs> my dumbass, dumb, 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 stupid state had the most Wait, Kanye huh? votes of any of any state in the country. Tennessee really did? Yeah. You know what? I can Tennessee appreciate fucking that. fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. What uh, do you know? How many people actually uh, voted out of that percentage? Like what that percentage equated to? No, I'm not going to spend the time to look that shit up. Fuck Impressive. that. Only knows like forty thousand. I just looked it up. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. We are clearly fucking exhausted from this past week in the past yeah, four years. It's just not been good. It's all bad. Yeah. I've been it's going to bed at like bad. two or three o'clock in the morning and getting up at like seven every day this week. Just cannot sleep. 
Well, I think that's why I've been passing out so early because I'll wake up. It's like at two, three, four, five in the morning. You know, it's like, what's happening? What's up? What's up? Just yeah. like, you know, you're already up. And it's like, ah, I got to say at the end of the day, it's never a good idea to shit on the beloved representatives of states that you need to win. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm not an How expert, but people are like on Fox News. How do you lose Arizona? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> call John McCain a piece of shit. Call John McCain <laughs> a loser for being a POW. Yeah. Seems yeah. pretty cut and dry to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Historic moment. Historic night. Great night for women and people of color. So mm. vastly lacked in representation, the highest levels of government. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy the way things went. Yeah. I mean, for what it is, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be good. It's uh, now the healing starts, you know, and I just. It's not going to get any worse, guys. So just think about uh, let- it that way. The country is going to heal like John's ripped butthole. (laughs) I hope it heals a lot better because I figured out today that uh, Metamucil and as I am taking all of my classes to become a nurse that I also need insoluble fiber. And what I bought was was soluble and I need both. John's just jamming wheat bread up his asshole. Basically, and it's all sprouted, you know, it's like active cultures and shit, you know, the gut, the gut health is, is high. You get your shit pushed in. Oh, get your fucking shit pushed in, bro. They need to throw him on Broforce. Yeah, that'd be. Sniper. You fucking dumb truck sniper. Fucking, let's see this mustache. I like also see when they're getting ready to blow Ethan's head off with a fucking um, shotgun, where he's like, "No, bro, let me see." Yeah, hey man, I can't see. I can't see. I wrote that down too. <laughs> but yeah, I had I had no energy. I'm just I'm dead after no. we we won. Sorry lot. guys, I I fucking suck tonight. I think no, yeah, no, this I is mean, fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just gonna say it. Well, thank you. you know, <laughs> this kidding. is why. This is why I want to fish with you because you would tell me you'd be like you used the wrong fucking lure, you dickhead, bro. You gotta use a. You gotta use a sinking. Use a sinking fly. <laughs> Jesus, you gotta you gotta have the multiple depth. You gotta be able to do the multiple depth, five foot increments up from the ground using the proper fucking pyramid weight because we got a nice sandy fucking All right, bottom. Cutting in because John and Tim just continued to ramble on about fishing and you totally forgot to sign off. So that'll do it. Stay tuned because next week Timmy Boy will be in the captain's chair as we discuss Patriot Games. Bye.